Night, everyone. Charles here with episode five of Aldo Meets podcast in conjunction with the Hotel Anfield. Over the coming months and years, hopefully, we'll be interviewing some of Liverpool's iconic players uh, from the past and, and maybe from the future. You'd never know. And, and I'm delighted to say today, Daniel Agger, what a stalwart he was for Liverpool for nearly 10 years, has joined us uh, all the way from Denmark. So it's great to see you, mate. Thank you. What Good brings to you here. to Liverpool? Obviously, need to see a game. <laughs> hopefully a win tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I actually brought my youngest son Brilliant. Uh, for the first time here. So so he's gonna gonna have that experience. So it's first time. First time, yeah. No, first time for a game. He, oh yeah. He's been here. Have you got him the kit and everything? Yeah, of course. Just so been. You bring him up well. Just been, yeah. That's the that's what we're on the way, mate. It's good. <laughs> you must be delighted to be back though, obviously. I've seen you a few times. You've been back for the yeah. games. Actually, you look fit enough that you, you could still play. Uh, <laughs> really, I feel okay, really well, but uh, I don't think I want to be in there right now. <laughs> <laughs> you look great, mate. And Daniel, what are you up to these days? Where are you? Where are you based? Uh, based in Copenhagen. Uh, obviously, I've been, uh, been coaching the last two years. Uh, finished here in the summer, um, and uh, at the moment, I'm just taking care of my uh, businesses. Are you looking to get back into management? I hope so. Uh, mm-hmm. But for me, it's also about timing. It's about the right, the right thing, uh, the right place, um, and it's uh, you know the jobs are not hanging around. Uh, it's it's uh, it's difficult if you uh, if you in my position with with with, with younger kids and, mm-hmm. and and have been moving a lot and, and finally found some stability in Copenhagen. So um, I don't want to damage that uh, you- once again. But you, you've recharged your batteries after after the football. You had your family time, and, and yeah. your, your agent uh, agents are going now as well. Yeah, I, that was or actually just, what I felt uh, when I stopped. I, I felt oh, I just need nothing. to recharge. I just need to get away from it. Uh, the whole circus, not only the football, but the, the whole surrounding. Uh, if you pull, what I found that when I was trying me, I was five years there. Um, it, it drained me. You you you, you tend to neglect your family in many many ways and, and you, you you want to do the things right for, for your family in the future yeah. obviously by being successful but you, you tend to look after the team and the club and everything and you put and you can't sleep over night time yeah. was you the same as that yeah 100 percent. but but also not only for my family but also for myself you know i i, I felt i needed to get away okay. i felt i needed that break uh and i actually didn't i didn't expect to get back into football but I felt after a couple of years that, uh, first of all, I was really disappointed with the whole end of my career. I felt I had more, so much more to give. Uh, I, uh, I always always been really uh, critical about uh, myself mm-hmm. uh, and also about what I achieved. And and it's it's not until now where I start to think, okay, maybe maybe it was okay. Uh, I always felt I could do more. I could do more. I could do more. That's why the first, the many, many years just after I retired, I, I, I almost punished myself yeah, by not doing enough uh, mm. for, for uh, also for stopping early. But I, I at the time I felt that was right, uh, and I, I just needed to get away. And uh, and luckily I found that uh, feeling again. I wanted to be there, and a lot of people, they, they, a lot of footballers, they always say it's about the dressing room and all that. But it was not that for me. It was mm. about the three points. It's yeah. about being on the pitch. It's about having that winning feeling uh, week after week after yeah. week, aiming for that. 
Uh, that was my drug. It was my drug to be on the pitch. Uh, I was, I was, I loved the dressing room. I loved all these things, but it was not what I missed. Ah. I could find that in other places. Okay. But Did, it was interesting. You start winning, uh, winning feeling, and and doing well in your businesses, companies, all these things. It's not the same feeling. I wouldn't like to play golf against you then. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did winning as a manager come close to replicating the buzz of winning as a player? 100%. Or? Did it, yeah? 100%. Mm. And, and the, the one that told me was Stevie. Stevie yeah. G told me that it, it's, even, it's even better as a manager. Yes. And I didn't believe him at the time. Yes, yeah. but, uh, but, but I tell you, it's, it's, the feelings are... It's not the same, but I would say it's, 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 it's up there. Yeah. I, I, think, I think what Daniel's... He's spot on. Again, management. I think the pressure comes with management much more than than a player. And I'm looking at the way Daniels forwarding himself. He put so much pressure on himself, which I did for scoring goals. I always needed to score goals, otherwise I, I was a failure. That's a similar type of thing. What what you're saying, but but we're with the team. It's if they win, all your energy has gone into that in a week, and and it's like it's not just. The winning, it's like the pressure's off. Yeah, you're it's responsible for everything. Aren't you? Absolutely, the pressure's off as well. Yeah, you, you can you can go. Yes, what a great great three points. But you know, for the next few days, there's no pressure. On you. You've got the. You yeah. know what I mean? It's relief more than anything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But but I also think uh, when I played, it was more I could get away from the game much quicker. Yeah. So I could I could think about it uh, maybe the night, the day after, and then just forget it. Mm -hmm. Where not, as, as a manager, you can't just forget it. No, you need to analyze it. You need to see what went wrong. What yes. went good. Uh, yeah. All the players individually as well. So all the week you spent preparing, you still look at the the game yeah. from last week. Mm. So it's always no, there. And on. then the new game is coming, and then yeah. you start all over. Spot on, yeah. Where where it was a lot easier as a player, you you, you just focus on yourself. The next game, forget forget yeah. the last game. Yeah. On to the next one. Absolutely. Because yeah. I think it was two years ago now I came across to Denmark to, to see you when you were managing in the, the second tier there. How, how did you find that challenge? Because I remember you saying you had a small budget. I think it was only what, 1.5 million a year, I think, you know, a world away from kind of the, the yeah. Premier League. How, how did you find that, that the challenge and uh, what, what did you learn the most from the experience, it, do you think? It was a good experience and it was, uh, the learning for me was, was unbelievable. Um, I learned a lot more about football in two years there than I did in my whole career. Mm -hmm. Also because I had to see it different ways and I had to go into different players' minds. Mm. Also, uh, with all due respect to the Danish First Division, um, it's just miles of the level I played in uh, in, in the Premier League. Uh, so I also had to take my ideas from here and then put them yeah. down to the floor. Yeah. Start all over. Uh, and it was basic things that, 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 that we had to go through. And, uh, and 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 it was tough, especially with the budget, and, and the budget kept being mm -hmm. cut by yeah. an owner that that actually said something, did something else, and you know uh, you you always had to. It was it was also politics, and there was so many different things, not only football. Yeah, and that's the problem when it's the football I like, yeah. uh, it's the games I like, it's being on the pitch, but you have to deal with. It. So many other things. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're, you're almost like managing up and you're managing down. Yeah, you have with, to with everything. You have to, but but it was a good experience and and I learned a lot and and uh, I also learned I, I definitely learned something where that definitely doesn't work. Yeah, maybe it worked 
you were working in Liverpool, but it definitely don't work there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you 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 almost have to navigate in, in in what's working here. What I thought would work. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating because sometimes, and with oh, due, due respect to the players you got round, yeah, they're not at the level that you you played and plays with, and 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 I found that a little bit. Um, your, your expectations then in training, you want them to be better than perhaps they are. And, and you you got to see that sooner rather than later, because you can damage them as well as your own your own your own head, isn't it? Hundred yeah. percent. And it's 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 all down to expectations. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. expect too much from them from the beginning? It's yeah. then it's going to be uphill all the way. Yeah. So, um, so when when you stepped down at the end of last season, was it because you felt as if you'd taken them as far as you could? Um, first of all, my contract was up, right. uh, and second of all, uh, the ambition. Uh, in the club was taken right down to instead of trying to get promoted, promoted yeah. we have to avoid uh, relegation and uh, and uh, two years there was enough for me mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they are also struggling this season uh, and, and fair enough because the budget is so low um, but uh, but in if I put everything together, it was a good experience. Yeah. And in terms of the next challenge, do you think that will be in Denmark again? Or are you looking further afield uh, to test yourself I, overseas? Or? I'm not sure, but I, I hope it will be in Denmark again. Uh, there's, um, I, I still I still feel I have a, I can go up a level there uh, and still get something out of it. And uh, also have some experience to pass on there. Um, so I hope so. Maybe end up in Spain. <laughs> Spanish have to be we know you've got a place in Spain and the weather's a lot, lot warmer this time of year than Denmark Just you never know though do you no 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 you never no, know no, no. I, I was uh, actually before I started in crew I was offered uh, a job down there uh, okay not far from uh, from where we live but I, I, I had to say no because I, I obviously my Spanish is not good enough, oh, to, enough. to be yeah know. but managers come over here and you know, you put yourself down there, manage come over here and can't speak a, a word of English. You have interpreters over the years, haven't you? So yeah, but it comes along, have, a, have another thing. I might come and join you. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you got yourself my, a new assistant. My, uh, <laughs> I speak a bit of Spanish. <laughs> I, I mean, I do wonder how you juggle all the different plates because uh, obviously you also have various business interests, right? Uh, one um, quite notably 10 years ago that you set up with your brother Marco, the Sewerage Company. Mm-hmm. What, what? How did that come about? Tell us a little bit more about, uh, was there uh, a gap in the market? It was uh, It was actually my brother that had a, a summer job uh, in a, a big sewage company in Denmark. And uh, and he, he came to me after and he said, uh, it's unbelievable this day, I'm making a lot of money. and." <laughs> We can do it with um, so uh, yeah. So we uh, we actually just investigated and, and got it all up and, and running, and it just just went so fast. Uh, and uh, and he's he's been good. He's been really good. And obviously, you are um, you are the the app that's the biggest tattoo community, the Aga Foundation, mm-hmm. building firm still in Spain as well. Uh, the Aga Foundation is something different. That uh, is more the charitable that's side the chari- of things. That's yeah. the charitable side. And uh, how long has that been going? What does it focus on? Uh, it's been going for 10, 15 years. Uh, and obviously, it's, it's all about kids. Uh, now, nowadays, uh, more and more kids are, are struggling. Uh, more and more families are struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and uh, there's more need for it now than, than ever. So we're trying to, to to raise as much money as we can to, to help as, as many kids as possible. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And what's, what's the story with the, your tattoo business? Is that, is that an app? Is it with users it's, it's around a booking the world? Platform. It's right. a booking platform. So uh, it's, it's, it's basically the place to go if you, if you want a, a tattoo and you don't really know where to go and you don't know which type of uh, tattoo artist you need for your style and stuff like that. And uh, also, if you need a place where uh, you you know, if if we tell you to go to this tattoo artist, he's he's a proper tattoo artist. Right. And he's he's good. Um, and uh, and um, it's actually uh, it's going really well. Uh, a lot of uh, people are using our our platform. And uh, mm, brilliant and it's, idea. It's going yeah. forward. I think there's an idea there to raise some money for your foundation. You know, could a Liverpool supporter get a tattoo done by you? Because we hear you are, you are qualified. How, how much, Daniel? How much for a nice NFC uh, crest on the arms done be, by you? You would be sad if I had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for charity. <laughs> I laser it away again. <laughs> but that's not the end of the things here. I didn't even realize you got a building company in Spain as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, next to the resort where you live is yeah. La Zagala. Is that what it is? Zagaleta, yeah. Yeah, wow. And you got, uh, that's right, right by Gibraltar, Gibraltar isn't it? Ah, not far. It's yeah, you can see it from yeah, there. You can yeah. see it from there. I like Gibraltar, actually. Yeah, I do like it. Yeah. So have you, have you got nice various have you got various building projects there going yeah. on and, yeah we yeah and you've still got the villa there yourself still and the villa there yeah and, and we're, we're building stays like this that you wish you were there and it's freezing because <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. you had Jurgen Klopp and his players paid you a visit didn't they? I think what was that before yeah, was the champ- years ago, yeah. Champions League final in Kiev yeah, wasn't yeah. it it was, it was the, fun, yeah. what was that well, like my kids, having... my kids loved it with the golfing <laughs> in that way yeah. yeah no they were just for a barbecue they had a training camp in Marbella I think didn't they and yeah, oh, the feedback was tremendous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we were saying that's it's good. maybe the nicest house he's ever seen, which is <laughs> that's a, quite a statement. All right, well, well, good. Good, good on you, well, good on you, absolutely, Daniel. absolutely. So yeah, this is John Aldridge podcast with the uh, one and only Daniel Lager, James Pierce, and Peter Shilton. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as a kid in Denmark, when you were young growing up, what teams really influenced you? Uh, obviously, in, in England, or, or what players mm. for Denmark or, or, or England when you were a kid? I have to say that uh, my uh, my former coach, Michael Larup, he ah, was, played against uh, him when he said he was Barcelona. What players? Yeah. He was he was some player. He's a good player, wasn't he? Yeah, he yeah, was, really good he player. Was, played against him and uh, all for. For Ireland a couple of times mm. against Denmark. Uh, it was brilliant. Very, very good, brilliant. to say the least. Yeah. And he obviously played for some of the biggest clubs. Uh, and and he was, uh, was a good coach as well. Okay. I liked him. I enjoyed oh, playing nice. for him. Um, he might have got that off Johan Cruyff, because he, you know, Cruyff, he was under Cruyff. He was under Cruyff, yeah, was under that, yeah. That's true, yeah. That's true. So he was definitely, uh, he was definitely the one up there. Um, and probably he's still a big star in Denmark. 
Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yes, yeah. yes, he was. And what's he doing now? He's uh, he's actually doing TV. Okay. Uh, the easy way out. Mate. Easy. And then you made your breakthrough at uh, at Bromby eventually. Yeah, I was with him. Yeah, him, yeah, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was the manager now. Ah, and, and uh, did you, you won the league there then? We won the league and we won the cup. Okay. So it was, and, a, it was many, a pretty good year. How many years was you was you there before you know you, you got your move? Uh, Eighteen months. Oh, wow. yeah. So, so, so really you made a quick impression then, eh? Yeah, because I was actually not meant to. Uh, I was not meant to play football there. Uh, I was meant to go in the military uh, when I finished my uh, uh, my degree. Um, I went to a business school and finished the degree there, and I was going to the military. But uh, Laudrup's assistant, uh, John Jensen. Oh, what a good lad. Yeah, good <laughs> what a great laddie. Good guy, good guy. Yeah. Uh, I remember having a good night with him yeah. over in Denmark. Oh, I can with, with ex-Liverpool players. Yeah. And uh, after the game, he came to our hotel and uh, he likes to drink, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very much like ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. great company. Pretty similar. Great. Hey, good player. Yeah. Very good player. He, um, he, he went to watch uh, our second, uh, probably second team, uh, watch, watch us play. And after that game, he actually they came to me and said they want to to try me up in the first team. Uh, and that was just before the summer, and uh, I was finished with the school in summer. Mm. So I, I discussed it with my my dad, and I said, "What what's the worst going to happen? Is just that it doesn't work, and I'll go in the military afterwards." Mm. And then I, eighteen months later, I was here. Happy day. Six yeah. million, six million pounds later. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Rafa, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Rafa, yeah. Yeah. How did the move come about? Did he, did he did you just get a phone call out the blue or did you know that uh, Liverpool were watching you closely? No, I was actually, um, obviously, uh, my first year we won the league and we won the um, the cup. Uh, and I played in the national team uh, against England as well. One of my first games was against England, uh, one for one uh it was a really good game as well. nice, isn't it? Um, love it and, uh, <laughs> and i was actually uh Brumby told me that the david Moyes, the uh, everton manager I had this, was in the yeah. sta- stadium uh watching me and he wanted to speak to me afterwards and i said yeah okay whatever uh and i came after the the game there and thought okay that was, was a great game decent game and he disappeared and um and I asked the uh, the, the club uh, director there, and he said no. He said he said to me that uh, he didn't think you were prepared for the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So okay, fair enough. And then six months after, I was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a lucky strange. escape. David, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, David Moyes, no, he, he's eighteen, and and to be fair, he'd, he'd been about that. being a centre half. That's a big mess, isn't it? Yeah. That's a big mess, you know. You, 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 like, I'd like to think I know a striker, like you know, you know, you know many, many different, very, various players who play different positions. But that, that's that's an own goal, in my opinion. For actually, actually, uh, one of my good friends, Lars Jakobsen, he, he played yeah. for, he played under him. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. It was, it must have been in Everton yeah. when he was there, and uh, and he actually told me here not not long ago that. Uh, that uh, they were sitting uh, in their canteen, canteen uh, and, and having a lunch or something like that when we played against West Ham, mm. where I scored my first goal for, for Liverpool. Yeah. And he, he, he 
he went to Lars and said, I think I missed one. <laughs> <laughs> what about when you did join Liverpool? Obviously, you know, you had Stevie, Stevie in the team, which we, oh, well, we can't see him about Steve, but also you played alongside Cara, who he's a great lad. But even I can't understand them at times. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, no. But on the, on the pitch, to be fair, you, you, to be fair, your language is in your head, and and you, you work alongside each other. But it's, yeah, it's but it's on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> on the pitch. <laughs> but it, it must have been great for you to be alongside yeah, there. Yeah, but and actually, I'm also sorry. Yeah. Actually, the, the the team I got into there was was uh, uh, was probably the team of any teams I played in with the most characters. Yeah, different mm. characters. Mm. Uh, and he was he was he was like a um, he, was, he was strong characters as well, mm -hmm. uh, and 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 you could really feel that in, in in every single training session, and and I could also feel in in the teams I played in later on in my career that there was a difference, and maybe also football changed a little bit uh, mm -hmm. in ten years, but but it was it was it was something I noticed when I finished my career that that first team I came into was. That was something. Name the characters as, as well as Stevie. You had Stevie, you had Kara, you had, uh, you had Hercule, you had uh, Crouch, you had Haman, you had uh, Reina. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was just so yeah. many good. Bellamy came. Uh, yeah. It was just uh, Crouchy. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. Also, uh, it, it was a good group. Maturano as well. Yeah, he came, he he came, came a little bit after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came a little bit after, yeah. You know, some, so, some proper characters there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Then when, when you get characters like that, and I was lucky enough to have it in, in many of the dressing rooms, mm -hmm. you can't wait to get in the morning and, and have the banter. Yeah, and we had good fun. Banter we had good banter. fun, definitely. And that, that Champions League run that you were part of all the way through to, to Athens in 2007, there must be some great memories. People think, especially your goal against Chelsea here in the, yeah, in the yeah. second leg when Stevie played that free kick short mm -hmm. to you. But is that something you two had worked on? Uh, actually, not, not not in a, not That's in training. Cool. It right. was only uh, it was only on paper. Right. So it was only on paper. Yeah. Was that one of your sweetest moments in a Liverpool shirt? Do you think? I think so, but I also have to be honest that uh, after losing the final, it's just you know it disappears. Right. Happens, mm -hmm. You know, you don't. That was my worst feeling losing mm -hmm. that final. Yeah. Uh, Does it, it make it even worse as the fact that? You were actually the better team for a lot of yeah, that game as well. Yeah, that's true. That that. A lot worse. Yeah. If we just lost 4 0 and they were much better, yeah, you can take it. Yeah, you can take it. But uh, it was just the way they scored as well. And, and you know, it was reflection. Yeah. yeah. So everything about that game. Uh, Do you know what that game? I, I must bring it up. I always, I always thought um, Rafa made a massive, massive bloomer with his, with his lineup. Because they were absolutely petrified of Crouchy, yeah. mm. and and you know, and and he, he didn't didn't start, and yeah. and, and every, everyone, and even the players must have thought you've got to give him because they were even in the papers they were saying about it, it's eyes yeah. and the fancies, and, and you know, I was just like, I couldn't believe it doing Radio City, and, and then the game happened, and and we played we played better than we did than when we won it, yeah, you know, in Istanbul. Um, um, obviously they flip, flipped it and beat us and all that but I always I'll never forget that when I seen the team sheet I was really disappointed because I felt he was the one thing that could divide the two teams personally that's only in my mind he, he also came on really late as I remember yeah. uh, and then, way too late yeah uh, it was and that's when they were panicking like yeah. the last 10 minutes uh, and then Dirk scored the goal didn't yeah, he it was too late, too late. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was too late yeah. 
Yeah. You know, you shouldn't have yourself put yourself down. I can understand that because I'd scored goals in in, in semi-finals, like um, when we lost the FA Cup to Wimbledon. I was afterwards. I was and I, I had the penalty saver. I was I was uncontrollably so disappointed. And Kenny said to me, "Look, without your two goals, we wouldn't even be there." No, no. So you know, it's rather to have been there and had the experience than never at all. But I can understand you being like that. But sometimes you've got to think of the positives. And I didn't think of it till till Kenny told me that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because and it's true. You know, and without your goal, we probably wouldn't have been there. No, but, that, but that atmosphere, that 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 game, the two games we played Chelsea at Anfield, and I have to say, and I've been at Anfield, you know, since Sintetti, and I've seen I've seen all these fantastic games from the cop and all that. That the, the Chelsea one was ridiculous. The goal score one, and then the the, the second. Yeah. Unbelievable atmosphere, yeah. weren't you? I don't know what it was felt for you. No, as a 100%, player. 100%. That one, and actually the game before against Barcelona. Yeah, that was game. crazy as well. Yeah, and then I noticed that when the Barcelona went on the pitch and, and they had some players there mm. with experience and all that, but but you could see it in their eyes. Also, because it was straight. You know, Anfield always got full late. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but that day against Barcelona, it was full when we went to the warm up. Yeah. And it was the atmosphere there was. You can feel it, can't from you? the warm up, mm. and uh, and that was that was the biggest different uh, difference, uh, uh, and it was yeah. When you're on the pitch, you you don't really notice, <laughs> but when you when you just in the warm up, just stop and, and realize what what is actually going on. Yeah, it was it was it does incredible. you know I've been fortunate you know since 1965 six sensing it, and 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 you know the big games you get in there. And the feeling is different. Yeah. You know, you, you can just go, it's like, it, it, it's something, it just, you can, it's, wow, what's this? The Chelsea one, the, the Chelsea one was yeah. nuts. That was just yeah. incredible. incredible. Yeah. Even, I'd even say that's probably the, the, the best I've ever witnessed. And there's been so many, but I think that was probably just the best one. Yeah. And I guess the, the frustration was that Benitez team you were part of didn't win more because it probably should have mm. done. 2008-9, you yeah. got close yeah. in the Premier really League. Close, yeah. Um, what do you think was? I mean, obviously, Man United were were very strong at the time. What was there? What is there anything you can put your finger on in terms of what was lacking just that to take that final step? Obviously, if you can start with looking at at yourself, our team. But but I think Man United was that was a strong period yeah. for them. Yeah, had a great team. Um, but I think comparing to to to. 2014 with uh, Brendan, uh, where we scored a lot of goals. We didn't uh, back then, but mm. we 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 were solid defensively. Yeah. Uh, where it was a bit different with uh, with, with uh, Brendan's mentality. Uh, it's all about scoring goals. Uh, and I have to say, uh, I've always been proper defender in my head. I'd rather win one nil than five four. Mm. But it changed a little bit, and Brendan actually changed that in my in my head because football is about scoring goals. End of the day. If you score a lot of goals, if you have a team that score a lot of goals, yes, you can let one, two, three in, and you can still win. Mm. But if you have a team that doesn't score a lot of goals, when you let one in, you're gonna struggle. Yeah. Mm. So I actually changed also as a manager. I I'd rather go for the goals and and know that okay, mm. maybe we'll concede one or two, but at least we'll know we can score three. I think uh, that's where we are now. Liverpool going around in a circle. Yeah, that, that's yeah, yeah. where we are now. We we've got the players who, who, who can outscore teams, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. 
But but yeah, it's it's interesting you saying that as a defender. Mm. Now I wouldn't I wouldn't have perceived that. No, like I'd, being I'd, a striker, I could say like the manager I played like Jim Smith. If they score three, we'll score four. Mm. That type of thing. But I've also played on the managers like Jack Charlton, who, who wants to keep it tight at the back, and Nick the goal of one. But I thought, Dan, you, I thought you'd be yeah, one yeah, of them. I that, was, that's, that's I really was, interesting. Yeah, I was, yeah, no, yeah. because of Benitez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Carl. Yeah. Uh, and you probably still say the same. <laughs> yeah. But but I, I just changed there, especially with on the Brendan, where I said, yeah, but that, that's actually right. Mm. You know, uh, we, 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 we believe we can score anytime. Mm. Uh, under Benitez, we knew that we had to keep a clean sheet. Yeah. Okay, uh, and 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 I just when I when I started to think more about it, uh, football is about scoring goals. No, you yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think it was in Singapore, two thousand and nine. You, you damaged your back, didn't yeah. you? And that did, was was that kind of key in terms of uh, the consequences that followed that in terms of the other injury issues. And I think I think I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, also, because I never really got over it. Yeah, uh, the discus prolapse. It's it's it, they were really good, good, you know. And I I compensated so many different ways, and you know, it was just, and I played with, was having jabs, yeah, mm. all the time. Uh, so it was just, it was one of the feelings, and I think you can ask all players, they're never hundred percent, mm. but uh, sometimes I was just maybe. Too low a percentage to actually play, but mm. your back, did your, it back anyway. is, your back is. If you, if you, if you, you don't want any anything. It's your back. Yeah. You know, you you you, you run off your back. Yeah. And you it's know, your mobility as well. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, yeah. It's absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's intri- it's intricate. It's, it's so intricate there as well. Even when Danny's playing, the hundred percent, you don't know everything hundred percent in them days. Even though, but it is you know, I, 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 it happened to me when I was at a, a young age. And I was a long story. I'll, I'll go in another time, but but it does it. it yeah, that's it's so hard to at that level mm. to keep on going in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and obviously you go you go from challenging <coughs> for the biggest prizes under Rafa to mm. you've got everything going on with the Hicks and Gillette with the ownership yeah, yeah. situation, and and then suddenly the club is in an absolute mess with, with Hodgson in charge, playing a brand of football that no one particularly enjoyed watching. I doubt you enjoyed playing it. That that must have been a a really tough period to be a player. It was a really, really tough period. Uh, really tough period. Uh, but somehow, and sometimes you just have to survive. Uh, and it was frustrating. It was really frustrating. Uh, and also, after that injury, uh, coming back and wanted to help the team, all this. And also, another thing with injuries is that uh, when you are on that pitch, Everybody look at you and presume you're injury free. Yeah, they don't know what's going on yeah, in your head or in your true, body, yeah. Yeah. and only you know. And and that's why sometimes when you go out there and you know you're maybe only 60, 70 percent, yeah. uh, is that good enough to actually? Yeah, you get caught out. That? Sometimes you get caught out. And is it is it then fair enough to say, I'm ready? If you're not, it, it's one. It's a balance, isn't it? Because uh, you want to play all the you time, play, but yeah. you need to keep a, a certain level. Yeah, and, and that was my biggest worry uh, after, especially after uh, that one, is that can I keep that level even though I know I'm, I will never reach ninety five percent? See, can I keep it? He's, mm. the, he's the type of player like like you said. I was, I was naive at times that 
you you just want to play. 60, 70%, you want to play. Put a jab in there, let's go. Tommy Smith, you all know the famous story about Tom. Go on, let's go. You know, we can do it. And I can get away with it as a striker more than if I don't score, but as a defender, you get caught out more. So, but flip it now, plays as today. <laughs> it's the other way around. Not yeah. all. I'm yeah, obviously yeah. not saying all, but the majority of players, unless they're 100%, they won't play. And look, that's that's entirely up to them. In, in our day, it's a completely, mostly different mentality, you know. And, and Daniel epitomizes that, you know, uh, by, by by doing what he did. And we've all done that, you know, in the 60s, 70s, and before. Not many people are doing it now. But then football being the roller coaster that it is, Kenny Daglish comes in, gets appointed, and uh, the feel good factor returns. Uh, you've got um, great memories then of winning the League Cup against Cardiff, etc. So suddenly. Um, Things feel better again, I assume. Uh, yeah, it did. Of course, uh, Kenny came in uh, with Steve Clark as well. It was, it was, it was a lot better atmosphere there mm. when he came. Kenny always brings a smile on your face, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and Steve was really, really good. Uh, good coach, wasn't yeah, it? really, really good. Uh, one of the best I've had. Mm. Uh, so there was definitely something going in the right direction. Uh, but I also think there was a lot of things going on in the background that we didn't really hear too much about, mm -hmm. uh, which affected a lot of things. But we were, the feeling was definitely not like when I came into the club, uh, I had this strong feeling about this team could do something. Mm -hmm. And all those years, it, the feeling was not there. Uh, on the day, of course, a, every team can do something, but in the long run, That was a that was a that was difficult to see uh, when you're in the middle of it. So considering that, what you say, which makes me feel like you were there were moments where you weren't quite sure about the direction um, of Liverpool and the ambition, etc. You had offers from Barcelona, mm. Man City, but in the end, you stuck with Liverpool. Was that? Um, Down mainly down to loyalty or also down to the intricacies of how it actually all unfolded between Barcelona City, the different offers and I so was, on. It was, a, it was a strange one because um, I remember I, I got presented for all these things and, 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 and the club asked me, what, what are we going to do? And, and I said, if you want me here, I stay here. Mm -hmm. But if you don't want me here, mm -hmm. if you don't see me as a part of your future, I think it's time that I go. Yeah. Uh, because I want to play football yeah. and I prefer to do it here. But if you don't think uh, I'm good enough, if you don't like me here, then I like to go because these offers are on the table. I don't know if I will have them next year or the year after or anything. So that was the ongoing. Uh, and I think that I don't know the story completely from their side, but I think they they agreed a price mm. and they, they, they accepted it. Uh, and again, came to me obviously and say that this is it and I said okay fair enough and then from the side another offer came in mm. so a lot higher uh, which they accepted <laughs> and I didn't want to go to that club I said if if you want to sell me I go yeah. down there south yeah otherwise I don't go and uh, another uh, offer came in from the same club higher and the club I could that was my feeling mm. the club said okay we really would like you to go because it was a lot of money back then uh, and I said there's no chance I'm going to that club mm. so better just stop now that club be Man City yeah yeah 
Good man. Because so, he just wouldn't Absolutely. play with a, he wouldn't play no, for a domestic no, rival. No, no, to be fair, that was, that's intriguing, that, you know, because you're looking at Barcelona. Now, I'm a Liverpool fan. I love Liverpool. I wouldn't live, leave Liverpool for, for any, and I didn't want to. But the, like if Barcelona could come, come in but before or after, uh, and the club wanted me to go, Barcelona's the club, the mm. club that, you know, not Madrid for me, mm. Barcelona. What an enticement that is to, mm. to actually lose out with, lose out on. Even though I know you're, you're a big red as well, mm. you know, that experience. God, that's that's mad that. Man City's upset. That's when they must have got the sheiks coming then to, with all the money, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> that's when they did the ladies when they started doing all the dodge deal. <laughs> when, when you look back now, do you think, would, would you change anything? Do you have any regrets that you didn't? Yeah, there was, there was, it was two years. There was two 2012 years and 2013. Yes. Uh, and the second year, uh, the second year, it was really, really close, but Brendan came in and uh, he uh, he said to me that he wanted to build the team around me and a couple of others. And uh, he really wanted me there. And I said, that's good enough for me. Uh, if you want me here, I'd stay. Uh, but then something happened and God knows, a month after, turned around. And yeah. I don't know why, uh, but... That's one thing where if I could change, yes, I, I should have gone. Yeah. If I would have known what happened, yeah. I should have gone. Because he, he gave you the vice captaincy, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, so it, that's the strange thing. So you went from being appointed vice captain after Caro retired, then suddenly he's picking Skirtland, Sacco, sometimes even Colo Torre yes. as well. Yeah. Did, did you ever get an explanation from him as to why you'd suddenly lost your place? No, I, and, and I'm not. I'm normally not the type that needs an explanation. I just take it and I do whatever I can to get back in. Uh, but at that time, I, I felt really, really strange. Uh, I remember I started the first four games of the season and we won one mm. of them. Uh, and suddenly, uh, after our national team break, uh, I was not in favour at all. Yeah. At all. I was. I was nowhere near. And, uh, and then there was a few injuries and I got back in. And I actually think, I can't remember 100% the statistic for that season, but I think I played 23 games or something. I won 21 of them. And I think, I, I'm not even sure I lost one game that season. Mm. Maybe one. Um, so it, it, was, it was a strange one. Uh, and I always wanted to, there's, there's, all, there's still something in me that really wants to know what yeah. was going on. Because I went from that, Getting the captaincy and him saying that he wants to build in three weeks to be yeah number four or five mm. from being number mm. one to be number four or five in three weeks makes sense and two of the weeks was a national team break yeah because <laughs> around that time in Brendan's early time in charge a lot of big characters and personalities moved on do you think maybe yeah. You were one of those big personalities that you thought. I, I don't know, but I always I know I'm not easy. Uh, but I I'm, I'm not easy because I raise questions and and, and you demand if a there's lot. Something I demand yeah. from my teammates, from my coach, from myself. So yes, I, I say what's on my mind, and I say if yeah. if I feel there's something wrong, I tell. Hmm. And I go directly to the person and say I think this is wrong. And maybe maybe that's some something oh, I know. Sometimes that's difficult to handle. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously at that time I definitely couldn't change that because I wanted more not more than anyone but uh, I wanted really to do something with this team uh, and I felt we had the team to do something uh, so it was the time to demand even more 
See, that's the trait that, that most managers would love from his players. You know, the more players like that, the better. You know, I'm going back to Wild Day, we had players like that all over the pitch. Yeah. You know, it's when you've got a quiet team, you've got problems, really. So that that is really strange, you know. Sometimes when it comes down to the manager wanting everything hands yeah, on, yeah, yeah. you know, that made me think that might have been the reason why. Yeah. It's poor. It's poor yeah, from but, a management point. But of you're view, right. He was he was in 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 one two years he got rid of yeah all of us yeah 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 and and then in 2014 when you decide you, you know it is the end of your time at Liverpool I think a lot of people were surprised that at such a young age you were going back to Bromby yeah. think but were you just Obviously, there's a strong emotional tie there, but was there also a sense of I'm going to do it my way rather than because yeah. I, I guess Liverpool would problem. have liked to have sold you to a bigger club yeah, for yeah, a lot yeah. more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they wanted uh, and they came with a lot of clubs, but it was uh, and it, I can say that today it was a wrong decision, and it was I only did that because I was pissed, uh, and it was a wrong decision to go there because uh, the. The team there was the year before they were almost relegated, and they was almost bankrupt. Uh, so I came in at a bad time, mm. and I, I had to try and put all the puzzle together, and it was impossible. But uh, it was also bad because after I finished my contract, there was two year contract there. I didn't feel I could stay, but I didn't feel I could go out again. Right. So the decision was to stay in Bromby or retire. Uh, and that was the biggest mistake by uh, going back home. Right. I, I, I always wanted to finish there because it's the club is unbelievable. Yeah. The fans are unbelievable. So I really wanted, it was just the timing was wrong. And uh, I wish I could, I could have just, just pushed myself a little bit uh, by staying here six months more. I mean, maybe it would have changed. Mm -hmm. uh, but I felt at the time that I had reached my edge, you know. Uh, I took my career in my own hands and said, "No, this is what I'm going to do." Yeah. Um, and at the time it was right, but I can see now that maybe I should have just being a little bit more calm. You should have gone somewhere else first and then gone yeah. back to Bromby later. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, and in terms of retirement at 31, was that because of the having to take? You know, had you reached a point where you were just sick of taking? anti-inflammatories and stuff was it that was it that or was it your general enthusiasm had waned or what was it uh, there was there was part of it uh because i i also in in when i played in Bromby, i also had some uh, few incidents where i really got black out mm. black out from mm. it in games that was from taking too many of too them many, was it? yeah, yeah. And it, i took it every day all the time uh just to to function but but for me it was it was i just had enough you know, I, I, not only of the football, but the whole thing around. And I just wanted to get away, and that's why I disappeared down to Spain. Yeah. <laughs> so I lived places to go, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and then that led you back to management because you thought you missed having walked away yeah, so yeah, early. You thought, yeah. Because yeah. I remember as a player, you did say once, well, many times you said as a player, once I'm done with playing, you won't yes, ever say, see me back involved no, in football again. No, no, yeah. no. And I honestly believe that when yeah. I finished. But I also think we talked about it last time. Yeah. That that I after a couple of years there was something I was missing, uh, and also uh, the thing that I felt I had something I could, I had something to give. Yeah, uh, and that was the that was the biggest reason why I I, I wanted to get back in. I like the sound of it. I, I, I think 
I think he's, you know, something's amiss and something must happen for you. Hopefully it will happen yeah. for you down yeah. the line. You know, yeah. please help it. Yeah. This is the the Old Old Podcast in conjunction with the Hotel Anfield with Daniel Lager, James Pierce, and Peter Shriver's man. Wow. Very impressive. It's nailed it. Right, Dan, um, you played 232 times for Liverpool. Brilliant, man. 75 caps for, for Denmark. You captained your country, obviously, two-time Danish football year. Played at a World Cup and Euros. I've done that as well, mate. <laughs> uh, what means the most to you? How's that? What makes you proud? And your family proud out of all them? It's a difficult question, obviously. It's a difficult question. Uh... I think uh, I think it's one of them where, uh, in my head, I was never meant to be a footballer. Mm. I always had my head else. But as soon as I got the feel of it and thought, okay, maybe this can be something, I said, okay, I'm gonna be the best I can be. Mm. Okay, and uh, I, th- I think from. My my strongest thing in, in football was my head, yeah. my mentality, and and I think that is something I also take with me um, away from football. But football helped me with it, if you understand. What yeah, I mean. yeah, it, absolutely. It really, yeah. Councils, yeah, yeah, and um, obviously playing for your country, uh, captain your country, uh, captain Liverpool. It's, yeah. it's, it's difficult to describe. It's a tough, uh, it's, tough question. Uh, it's a tough question. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, when I won the league with Bromby and, and, and the Cup, uh, it's it, it's been when I think back and all the memories and all that. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of good lot things. Take, yeah. yeah but, but also just walking in the streets here and people are happy and, and you know when you meet people they it, it, it's I never had any any bullshit. I never had any problems or anything. Uh, as as I hear some of my my former teammates, they sometimes run into dickheads, you know. They are about they are about taking from me. But I I run into a few. That's that's you know that's the best feeling you know when you meet happy people and yeah. kids coming up to you and still it's the respect you get off, it's after, respect, yeah. you know obviously from from a Danish point of view in your mm. own country, but when mm. you come here. You see the respect that you yeah. you've still got, and quite rightly so, from from Liverpool Liverpool supporters. Like that, that that, that makes, means a lot. Does that means a lot. But I also think it's right. important that the respect goes both ways. And yes. come a lot. Yes. come a long way with respect. Uh, yeah. And um, are, you, are you able to to appreciate more than what you did achieve in the game, rather than what you're saying? What what might have. You might have achieved, you know, in another five years without your injuries. You know, that's another odd question, by the yeah. way, because what you achieved, I far outweighs that. 
what you might achieve. Because that's, that's a lot what I've just yeah, told you there and no, what you've done. Yeah, but that was that was not what you're like. That's been difficult. That's yeah. been really, really difficult. It's 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 just lately where I say, okay, okay, maybe maybe I shouldn't be <laughs> that, that tough because it's actually been I have so many good memories. Yeah. Uh but I still there's still a part of me that says that I should have done yeah. more there. I should have should have been able to do more there, but but uh, I think it's get when the years go. I think it gets better. You've got to stop being hard on yourself, mate. Yeah, you really <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I know, because I'm, I'm, I'm similar to you in many ways. Yeah, yeah. But like, that's what made you, you know, get where you are. The mentality to have a strong yeah. mentality like that. I, don't, I can appreciate it because mm. you know I wasn't too dissimilar. Who was the toughest attacker you ever faced, or who gave you the most problems? <sighs> I think I'd rather say a type. It's more that uh, that uh, smaller type, the quicker type, running oh. behind the lines. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was it was always easier to have a big strike in front mm. of you, and you know you have to fight him. Okay, that that's yeah. I, I, I won't say it would be easy, but at least you know he's there. Yes, I know. But the players that's always going in your back and running behind, behind. you and all these things are. Especially the players that's really good with runs in the box. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyone spring to mind? Mm, I, re I remember this. Uh, it was actually a United player once. Uh, is it Chicharito? He, he was yeah, clever yeah, in the box. Yeah, he was yeah. he had some good movements, and uh, and I remember I remember always you know needed to twist and turn a lot more. Especially in them uh, games, you can't give nothing away. In them nothing games, more than anything, nothing at all. Yeah, too much on it. Nothing at all. Yeah. But in terms of the managers that you work with, who who did you learn the most from? Do you think? I mean, you, who who did you kind of take big bits of in terms of influences on you you as a manager yourself? I actually think I took from all of them, right? But both bad and good. Uh, and there was something I thought a lot about uh, going into management because I I I I, I don't only really have to know what type of manager I want to be, but I also have to know what type of manager I don't want to be. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and I feel I have the experience from both uh, during my career. And, and I definitely took a little bit from all of them. Yeah. Uh, but obviously Rafa got me to Liverpool and I, there was his mentality, his, his way of, of playing football I first got into. Uh, and I, I, I still have it in there and I still understand it and I still appreciate it. Uh, but I could I could mention them all. I yeah, think there's been some good with all, but there's also been some that's worse than others. Yeah, and in terms of the Jurgen Klopp reign at Liverpool, um, you know you must have been watching on in all at times in terms of the heights he's taken Liverpool. So you knew yourself the entire time. The other fans just craved yeah. success and what yeah. what he's done for Liverpool. Yeah, it's 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 been amazing to follow, and and, and I'm I don't know if I can say it, but I'm. I, a little bit jealous because I wanted to be part of something like that. Mm. Uh, you're, 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 you're the type of sensor off that, that yeah. you like on the ball. Yeah, yeah. Been able to yeah, deal with that yeah, but, but, on the ball. You can start moves, do like matter comes. You you you're yeah. capable of doing all them things, yeah, right? But, but also, I think Klopp is was for me the type of manager I would love because he feels like a man. There's there's there's, there's no bullshit. There's nothing no, really guess, behind yeah. you. What you see is what yeah. you get. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I like I like that. I prefer yeah. it that way. Even though if Absolutely, he, yeah. he if I always worked better when I got criticized than when I got uh, positive things. Mm. Because if I got criticized, I always said, I can't fucking show you. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. wrong. Yeah, absolutely. But if yeah. it was positive, it was more, okay, I, <laughs> I can't use I, it. I see anything. that. Yeah, so, I get that. So 
I, I like that. Uh, and, and obviously, the way they've done the last many, many years is it's 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 good to follow and it's it's it brings a smile, you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's where it should be the club. I, I will bring you a smile now because I'm going to ask you to, to pick a five-a-side team based on the best players you've ever played with. Oh. <laughs> That's. <laughs> We've asked that a couple of times before. It's tough. Like tough. if you ask me, you know. Five a side team. It has to be a mix, right? Yeah. It has to be. You know the five Goalie. a side always always defenders win. Yes, yeah, I know that. <laughs> I know that. That's true. I've always found that out. Yeah, goalie. I think it has to be has to be Pepe. Yeah, he can yeah. play with his feet as well, yeah. and you know, uh, he will definitely be in goal. Um, if you don't put Carrot in, he'll be phoning me up in the middle. It's good you said that. <laughs> you, have to, you have to put Carrot for his mentality. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, especially those games uh, in training. It's, it's oh, the, the players that want to win the most. Yes, they will yeah, win it. Yeah. It's not always the best team. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I actually. Uh, I actually think a, a player like I know I've jumped a little bit, but a player like Suarez, oh, yes, he he has that mentality as well. Yeah, he, he, he didn't. So winner. It, it doesn't matter if it was a game, it was a training. The day before game, that training, mm. if we played uh, four against two or five against two, it, it doesn't matter. He wanted to win, uh, and that was that was why he quite early got my deepest respect because that is what you need. Yeah, he's the type of centre centre forward you'd hate to play against. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I also like it because he's also type of centre forward that you can kick a little bit and he would just get up I and just come back. Yeah, 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 and he would go hard again. Yeah, uh, he was tough. He was tough. I, I, I've seen him get kicked a lot, and he just keeps on going. Uh, so we got Pepper, so we got three, Cara, two to go. You, you, and I know. Ah, uh, Stevie has to be in there. Yeah. Has to be. But honestly, I that's some side does. That's so great <laughs> play, by the way. I'm a bit jealous of that at the moment. Yeah, yeah, Stevie. Obviously, so one, one more. You've got to go with defender, haven't you? Yeah, to balance it out. It's a balance. Uh, Put yourself in there. Yeah. Oh, a big Sammy. Yeah, Sammy absolutely. Yeah. Sammy was a he was a good player. He's a great fellow as yeah. well. Yeah. 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 What That's about it. the current centre-back situation, Daniel? Van Dijk looks like he's back to his best. Do we have enough depth? Kwanzaa coming through strong, it mm. seems. Is that okay for now for Liverpool? I mean, up front it feels and in midfield, like that's worked well. There's a mm. lot of depth, but what about centre-back? It's, 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 it's always difficult eh? because uh, where do you take from and put in? And it, It's a balance. And I think, I think Without injuries, I think I think we're there. Mm. Uh, I actually think we we, we have the depth we need, but uh, but obviously uh, all teams, almost all teams, will struggle if they get a few injuries. Uh, and as Newcastle and Spurs are finding out at the moment with the intensity of the schedule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I do think, yeah, I'm looking at myself. I do like the young lad Quanta. We we don't like putting too much emphasis on him or pressure. Yeah, but. For his age, he's, he's got everything that the qualities that you want of a, of a mm. centre half, mm. you know. Uh, then Matip, you've got Matip, you've got 
I see uh, Kanate, uh, Joe, uh, mm. and Van Dyke, who seems to be, you yeah, know, back back, back on track. You know, yeah. so you know we, we can keep them all fit. Mm. You know, the the coming couple of months and whatever, it'll go a long way to give us an opportunity to maybe do something this season. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But I also think that that you know that thing with pressure is a funny thing because what we as as a footballer when you reach a certain level, you only reach that level because you can handle the pressure. Okay, and and even from from a young age, if you can't handle that pressure, I don't believe you will ever. Yeah, yeah, go no, to it. absolutely. But if you can yeah. handle that pressure at a young age, yeah. oh, you know, look at Bellingham. Now. What Bellingham does is on another level at Real Madrid, yeah. Yeah. In different positions as well. And at that age, how he deals with it is mm-hmm. is yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. and and the firepower, the firepower at the top end of the pitch could be crucial in the title race, couldn't it? When you've got yeah. five. Attackers of that caliber. Yeah. As, I, as you said before, it's about scoring goals. Yeah. You know, and this team has goals in it. Yeah. Last but not least, John. The, the quiz. The quiz. The, the famous quiz. <laughs> it's six questions. You know, it's just six questions, don't it? Because we, we, as our club, we've won the, the big one six, six times. times. <laughs> yeah. and, and no one else has got anywhere near that. I think someone's, a club's got half as many okay. down. Man <laughs> City's got a, a, is it a tenth or a sixth or whatever? A sixth. Sorry, I got that wrong tonight. Don't be case there. Cut that one out. <laughs> Manchester City have got a sixth. <laughs> Chelsea have got a third. The mouse behind us. So we'll give you six questions okay. on, on your okay. career, pal. Yes. James, James is the quiz master. Right, number one. Against which club did you make your Liverpool debut on the 1st of February 2006? Birmingham. Birmingham City, correct? Well, 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 yeah. Number two, your first goal for Liverpool was that, as we talked about earlier, that stunning strike against West Ham in August 2006. Who was the goalkeeper that that ball flew past? Clue, he was ex-Manchester Carol. United. Carol. Oh, great Roy show. Carol, correct. Two out of two. Great shows. Don't um, with that one. The Benitez team that went close to winning the title in 2008-09. How many points did you finish behind United? Yeah. Oh, I hate that, don't I? Shouldn't have asked that question. <laughs> Five, four. 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 I think that's that, that's a half a point. <laughs> okay. Uh, number four, 2012 League Cup final against Cardiff. Finished two-two after extra time before Liverpool won on pens. Who scored for Liverpool that day before the shootout? Point for each. Skirtle. Skirtle, yeah. yeah. Um, Who scored an extra time? Who scored that goal? Been on this podcast already. Yeah. And he got the question wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> Number five, how many goals in total did you score for Liverpool? You've got to know that, Dan. 14? Correct. Right, four out of five. See if you can make it five out of six. Who did you make your final Liverpool appearance against in May 2014? Newcastle. Correct. Uh, Five out of six. What a goal. June 1st. 
Street first. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, Lucas. Top of the leaderboard. was on fire too. too Dan, it's been brilliant. Thanks so much for Thank coming. Really enjoyed Thank it, mate. Top man. Thanks for taking the time. No problem. Thanks a lot, Dan. Cheers. This has been all the podcast in conjunction with the Hotel Anfield. Great, great one. I've really enjoyed the presence of Daniel. Uh, don't miss next month's. Uh, we'll see you soon. Take care.